Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Hello, hardcore listeners. This is seventy six doing the intro for this week's hardcore listing podcast. Uh, this week we are talking to. Charles, not Charles, Stu, it's Charles, um, from Love Beer Bars, who I believe was established in 2016. So there's a very strong possibility this is their two-year anniversary. Um, if you're not familiar with Love Beer Bars Limited, the modern bar fitters for the modern beer industry, uh, they're a one-stop shop for independent beer sellers and breweries. Um, they've got a BFBI certificated seller service, um, and they can do complete bar fit outs and they focus specifically on the independent market um, which is pretty cool uh, they do licensed bars uh, they install anything from brewery tap rooms to under the counter systems in restaurants private bars um, if you've got a bar at your home or your office then they can take care of everything from installing the bar to keeping it stocked up with great beer <laughs> or Prosecco event bars uh, they got into setting up bars through installing festival bars um, and they've got over 10 years in the industry so you could say, or at least their website says, um, they're experts uh, and also mobile bar fabrication um, if you're wondering, uh, pop-up bars have to stand to a unique set of circumstances so they choose a fabricator that understands um, I'm not quite sure what that means I'm essentially just reading it off their website to be fair with you um, anyway, this is Love Beer. Um, lucky I don't drink too much uh, because I wasn't invited uh, to this one. Neither was Brad. Um, I probably just sat in doing nothing. Uh, so did Brad, just thinking what we'd done with our lives. Um, well, Chris and Stu had a cracking time with Childs. Enjoy part one. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. I think this is us recording. Good, 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 good. Um, I like your choice of... Uh, I like that sweater. I've liked your clothes recently, Stuart. Thanks, Chris. I liked your one, the other it's Vision Skateboards or something. Yeah, yep. Vision was a, a skate brand I used to wear when I was a wee one. Yeah, that was dope, that, that sweater. Thanks, thanks. Pay me a compliment. Um, when you turned up at book club, um, God. you didn't look out of place because you was dressed like all the other young ones there. <laughs> well, I thank you very much. That's all right. I was wearing my Reebok classic jumper, which yeah. I always get a few comments about. Yeah, and cruel you ones. weren't wearing any trousers, which I thought was weird. I was camoed up when I 
camoed up and off my fucking face, wasn't I? You was very, very drunk. Was very, I, I, very, uh, you were saying some very inappropriate things. I mm. won't say these on now. <laughs> yeah, you reminded me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, still finding it funny. Yeah, no, it was great. Um, that, they had a bit of stuff I can remember. I can't remember a lot more other than that. Um, I wore Pip's face mask, didn't I, at some point. Yep. I think Kev, who's one of our listeners, yep. he's got bit, uh, footage of me rocking out with uh, Pip's face mask on, which Brilliant. is very naughty of me. Love a bit of Kev. Yeah, love, yeah. He, he, Kev was there, wasn't he? Yeah, mm. of course he was, yeah. yeah. I apologise to him, actually. What a leg. Loves the podcast. Yeah, he's, he's a fucking dude. He's a comfortable lizard party. No, yeah, I apologise to him because he, he sent me a, a picture of his wang and I didn't reply, which was quite rude. All oh, right, really mm. poor Chris. No, I'm sorry. That was obviously a lovely, loving gesture that uh, he sent you. <laughs> so I'm at my absolute best behaviour where... Uh, with all the weird things I'm saying already, when we've got one of our sponsors as a guest today, <laughs> Charles. Hello, mate. Hello, you're right. Love beer. Yeah, I knew what I was getting into when I turned up. So, yeah. <laughs> you signed up for I've it. I've been here before. <laughs> well, there's no big Papa J, so that shouldn't be too. <laughs> yeah, it's only supposed raucous. to be turning up in 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. The area's oh, clear. How you been, mate? Yeah, good. Good. It's just enjoying. Um, it's quite a good time to call me this time of year because, as you probably know, running the club, it gets quite mm-hmm. quiet. Mm-hmm. So I've been running around doing events and everything else during the summer and uh, for the last two weeks I've been doing absolutely fuck all. Just been sat on my ass. Enjoying it? Yeah, yeah, doing quotes and just sort of going out once or twice a week and actually just sort of being able to enjoy a bit of money. Yeah. Yeah, because you you know, you've been busting your balls, man. Yeah, the last couple of years it's been quite, um, yeah, so we turned 31st of August, Love Beer's two years old, or I've been trading for two years. Um, And so, yeah, very much over the hump now, um, starting to not reinvest everything that I'm earning yeah. and actually having a bit of I've, I've earned minimum wage this year so yeah. <laughs> that was um, a revelation Baller. ain't yeah. it just the best only minimum wage in something that you fucking love yeah mm. well it's very much a lifestyle business now yeah. and it's uh, yeah a lot half the time I don't even feel like I'm, I'm just sort of getting up and doing what I want to do it's, yeah. it's really nice it doesn't really feel like work there's been a few days a few well, testing days so many people listening to this wishing that that's what they were yeah. doing yeah absolutely well get yourself a start up loan and crack on mate it's a uh, the opportunities are out there, hmm. but yeah, it's been um, it's been tough. It's been really tough. I'm lucky that I've got really supportive parents, and also like you know, millennials. We're not really expected to move out until we're what 35 or something now. So. Yeah, you got ages. Yeah, 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 that's it. So, so um, I can, I'm, I'll move back in because I heard that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, um, it, yeah, it has been really tough. Don't get me wrong, but I've just sort of been catching up with mates that I've been able to see for a little while. Went to my first festival for two years and bear in mind I used to work at festivals so it's been like I used to do five a year so having a two year hiatus has been quite quite difficult yeah. so I managed did you fall to off to the a... wagon quite hard at that <laughs> yeah yeah I did <laughs> pretty pretty big yeah yeah I had a really good time you and loved, then um, you, you loved beer yeah 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 and a, and a few other things <laughs> and uh, wines and spirits yeah that's it yeah well it was Boomtown so Boom read town, into that yeah. what you want Every, um, everyone's watching their brain because I didn't know that about Boomtown oh, mate it's the oh, only um, yeah. so I helped a mate out to get in there it's one of the advantages of having worked at festivals for yeah, 10 explain, years explain Boomtown to listeners oh, so how can you explain Boomtown it's like it's probably one of the most hedonistic uh, big festivals that's going um, they uh, put so much effort into their production like all of the there's about five stages five really big stages now um that are all bigger in volume than probably the pyramid stage at glastonbury mm. they've all like breathed flames they've got neon shows lasers that go off into the air and like uh, when i first started going they had some really small people um 
but now they've got like uh, they had the Gorillas playing this year on one of the big stages wow. and uh, Limp Biscuit, which was amazing. Amazing. Halfway yeah, yeah. through, he started doing like a karaoke set, so he got people to shout out oh, from the audience. Oh, oh, so he started oh. doing like smells uh, Limp Biscuit doing smells like Teen Spirit with flamethrowers going off and everything. <laughs> like great. it was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. You would have lost your. Oh, I would have been yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah, yeah. I was, uh, <laughs> yeah. I was in my element. It was great fun. And um, uh, the other thing is that they do that, which I've never seen at any other festivals. Mm. They've got like a narrative that goes on in the background. So there's always a story in, a, in the pro, in the brochure. Uh, what is it? Right, the brochure yeah. in the program that you get. Mm. Uh, they've got a little comic book at the beginning of it. If you had all of them, um, and if you go online, you can see all like the after and before videos, and it tells the story up till now. Uh, but as a punter, you can go and oh, I've never done it before. I've heard it, but you can engage. They they employ loads of actors, so you can engage uh, in this storyline as it's going on. So on Saturday, uh, I went down there on my own and met a load of my mates down there, and one of their mates uh, was like right I always do this is basically what I come to Boontown to do and so um, you know, at one point I was pretending to be a pirate I had to get a job in a hotel that's there and uh, I had to like just like, do this really degrading shit you know there's one point where we went into this probably a room about this sort of size and they had a ten of us all facing the wall around it and you just had to be like they were like repeat after me I am shit and you just, all of you going I am shit and then it'd be like um, you know just proper degrading shit and then uh, there's one point he went Right, now make a little ring with your hand like this and kiss it. You've just kissed the arsehole. Now get used to that. <laughs> and all that sort of thing. not like, what you need if you want to come down. <laughs> that you right over It's exactly edge. what you need if you're coming up, though. It's great fun. <laughs> um, and then you go down and I, t- I joined a cult. I had to give an offering to a metal god. I had to yeah, become a pirate. I went into the Wild West and became a union gang member. And then at the end of it, you break into uh, Banghai Technologies, which is now like this big corporation that's taken over downtown in, yeah. in Boontown. And I had to break in and hack their AI system. And then at the end of it, it just their closing ceremony is this AI system breaking down. And you've been a part of, you know, everybody else watching it, it's just this crazy light show. And I'm like, fucking understand this because we've done it. We've yeah. been in there and put the floppy disk in and like, <laughs> changed yeah, yeah, wires yeah. around and stuff like that. So that was great fun. Oh my god! And um, didn't really sleep for the last couple of days, and then yeah. had to get back and do a business radio show uh, at about twelve o'clock, I think, what, on the to, Tuesday. How, how, how well your business has gone, and how to set up a yeah, successful yeah. business. Luckily, they put me on with somebody that runs a mu- music studio, and he'd been into like the old happy hardcore rave scene oh, and that. Jesus so we, Christ! So he's probably still coming down. <laughs> yeah, from the nineties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it was all right. I was in good company, but it was um, that was a rough ride. Okay, so. <laughs> Today's podcast. Where are the beers from? Uh, they're from all over. Okay. There are a lot of them. So this is more of like a, I thought I'd do a catch up um, of what we some breweries we've seen before, some of them we haven't. Um, and they're all in. So what I've done is I put them up on my website, so the listeners can go there if you. Um, oh, sick. We'll yeah, put, yeah. Um, put some links up before. Yeah. and get some pre-orders. They'll be a little bit cheaper. And then once it goes out and you're actually listening to this, it'll be a little bit more expensive. So if you're following the right oh, Twitter amazing. pages. Yeah, um, you said you're going to put some of the links on the, the site to the web. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's actually right, up there right. now. If you yeah. go to love-beer.co.uk forward slash shop, yep. and then that'll get on there. Uh, you've got a light amazing. pack, a dark pack, a craft pack, and a traditional pack. Or you can have all 12 of them in one. And I think what I'll do is at the end of it, we'll rate all of these and then we'll do t- I'll do a top five pack as well. So it'll be the Amazing. ones that we actually choose on here. That's so cool. What? Um, so what I've been doing when I do like beer tasting sessions and local events mm. and all that is I break it down into that. So your light pack is, you've got lagers. This one's a bit different. You've got a lager, a cuvee and a saison and we'll go for all of that in a minute. Dark packs, uh, stouts and porters, craft beers. They're all IPAs actually. And um, 
what was the last one? The traditional was like your bitters and that sort of thing. But I found that people Cracking. sort of, if you like one beer, you tend to stick with a set. Yeah. Um, right. Or you can try them all and yeah, drink yeah. along with us, which okay. might be dangerous. Wow. <laughs> yeah. so, Get a couple of mates over or something. <laughs> so what we should also say as well is, um, as we're going to work our way through the beers, uh, we've asked you on social media to submit... Sus- God, that's Go on, the mate. least, isn't it? To submit... <laughs> teeth back in, mate. <laughs> to submit questions... Um, and stuff so we will work our way through some of your questions as well yeah. so you are completely immersed in yeah. uh, in this podcast yes yeah. what's first mate right so this uh, can I ev- just say I, I've I felt like recently when I've been out I've not had access like I've not had many like cracking drinks hours wise and so like knowing you're coming over today Charles I was like A it's going to be cool to catch up B <laughs> Be nice to have some really it's good just, beer. It's always beer bragging. Whenever anyone talks to me about beer, I was doing it the other day. I was like, "That's nothing, mate." <laughs> Love beer. Good, good. So, yeah, um, I find, I'm starting to find the same as well. It's um, there's not a lot of places out there that are, they're all tied pubs and all that sort of thing. Yeah, they're starting to get through. I'm doing um, like a lot of bar fitting and stuff like that, and uh, we're doing more and more proper like craft beer places. Um, and but like anywhere in London is always they're all tied there's so much money in London that a brewery will get in on a spot and they're always going to make money from it yeah um, so you're never going to lose that it's all in like the smaller like we've got one going in on Finchley oh yeah we're putting it in that are we alright um, well anyway so all of the outskirts to London you didn't are getting just some really judge nice. my glass did you yeah because <laughs> the first thing when I put up questions in here yeah, someone yeah, went yeah, yeah. ask Charles about glasses <laughs> Yeah, respect I, to Big Papa Jay. <laughs> I, um, and that weren't just me, but I thought he might have no, done no, that as a student. No, no, I actually saw that. I replied back to him and I sent him a photo of my collection of Ponzi glasses that I've got now. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah, those, um, those big corners want their... Those big breweries want their corners, don't they? They want anywhere... Yeah. I mean, around, can afford it. around Kent, it's all shepherd name. Right. Um, up in London, you've got about three big breweries. But if you go to all of them and look at above it, you've got like Nicholson's, which I've, I don't even know where it's from. Yes, yeah, so have a read of that. Um, sure. But they just, you know, you can make so much money in London once you once you've got a tied place, especially central London. You're never going to give it up because you've just got bankers and stuff turning up every day, and they don't really care could, what they're could, drinking. Could love beer curate a bar. Yeah, it's one of the things that I'd really like to do once I can get enough funding is buy the lease out on a pub. Or buy a freehold, but buying a lease out on a pub and then I can recommend to the landlord there what beers to have and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Right, so this beer that we're starting with... Imperial Russian Stout by yeah. Ridgeway Brewery. Every other time I've been here, we've always started with a strong I was Imperial Stout. We always that, start with a Stout. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, I thought I'd do that. He's a wonderfully powerful beer that famously keeps for many years and changes with age. Our bitterness starts at a mighty 99BU in Fermenter and mellows with age. Uh, there is no recommended best before. Coffee and burnt toast notes fight with wine, like aromas, and a... Cl- I'm, I'm, I'm sounding like I'm struggling to read this because the text is so small. Yeah. Uh, and a cleansing edge that comes from extended cellarine. Complex stuff that is a long, long way from mainstream beer. Drink responsibly. Have you seen the front of it? <laughs> Drink it's ten percent. Yeah, yeah. So oh, Imperial yes. Stout, which I I love the front of that. So like an Imperial Stout, it used to be something that you'd get sent out to the uh, the Russian monarchy, and it would be they brew it strong and try some. Um, Go on after you, mate. No, no. You, you guys first. Oh, I, I, I liked out on that <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. Right, um, so they'd brew it stronger to uh, impress the Russian monarchy. 
So an imperial, you get imperial red beers, imperial uh, barley wine, okay. imperial. Uh, no, no, these these were just beers, all imperial, right. so you can get an oh, imperial IPA as well. That is heaven. Yeah. Uh, so this particular one was brewed in uh, 2017, so it's been aging for about a year. Oh, that is so good. That makes you know my brain. That's 10%, but that. Yeah. That is coffee and burnt toast. Yeah, that yeah. That is. I could oh. start every day with that. Yeah, <laughs> breakfast I mean, stout. That's really that is, good. That is unbelievable. So, so what, save a little bit of that in the glass because there's um, a listener question that I want to do with a side side by side comparison later. Ah, uh, right. I was going to mention oh, that question, yeah, but yeah. I know what you're saying, so I'll, I'll pull back on that then. That is, uh, that is look how organised you that are. Even before we... seeing the, 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 the listener questions. Yeah, yeah. We said uh, before we started recording when you first come round and done the first one, you were super nervous, weren't you? I'm shitting myself, mate. I kept. Touching the mic and everything, <laughs> fiddling with it. And it's sweaty. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think since then, I guess you can always just think, however much of a dick I might come across, I'm not that guy. I'm Big Papa Jay's there. So. <laughs> no, I mean, to be honest, it's more, I know that whoever's listened to that podcast, so I've been to a couple of weddings now and I've walked through the door and they've gone, you're from Love Beer, right? You do podcasts. And I'm like, yeah, do you listen to Hardcore Listing? And then I know that they've listened to me. That third episode of that, like, I couldn't fucking get through that myself. I, there was something I said, I, I said it, something I said halfway through and I just went, right. Was I'm this the last time we done with Just? Yeah, 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 yeah. So once I've sort of got my head around that, um, Episode three of that, I kind of feel quite comfortable about yeah, most things. Once you realise you've reached your low, I yeah, mean, like, yeah, I always uh, keep finding new lows. But yeah. um, I feel like I lost my mind on tape, and uh, I think anything that is above that level is. is we've fine, had, I really. think we've had the, the most measured approach to it is because I think in the first ever, you know, in the first <laughs> ever drunk cast before we even done this, <laughs> me and Pip obviously just picked on you and explained, you know, every stupid dumb shit thing mm, you'd done. Yeah. Right. So. You set the benchmark of just mm. how shit this could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took comfort in being better than you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's just kind of gone from there. It's gone from strength to strength. <laughs> <laughs> Brought other you people on to lower themselves. maintained an amazing level of uh, idiocy. <laughs> <laughs> and I've really enjoyed raining on that parade. And in the process, you brought everyone down stone with you. <laughs> 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 Oh, oh that's probably that's from our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so um, that beer uh, is actually brewed. It's um, cuckoo brewed. You've got. I brought you a keg to it's put on your brewed? sorry c- cuckoo brewed. So what they do is um, yeah, big big brewers will rent out their brewing equipment to the smaller cuckoos. brewers so that they can come in and uh, brew cuckoo right. brew on their equipment. Ah. So that is done on the same equipment that is your lager. Right. So nice. they're done in the same brewery. Um, oh, I just thought that was a nice link. Your yeah, lager that's right. on is like a gluten-free, vegan, organic lager. That's, <laughs> that's, the one that you put on that we both really like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this one was called... Hem- so that one's Hepworth & Co. Hepworth. Blonde. Uh, 5%, as I say, gluten-free. Gluten-free lagers become more and more popular. Uh, and that one's definitely not gluten-free or yeah. organic, but it's brewed in the same yeah. and sold in the same area. Um, I just picked it up originally because of the, the label. The label looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like a proper old, in Soviet we do Russian. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Imperial Russian style. Why yeah, did you say that good. in Welsh? <laughs> I thought it was a Russian <laughs> accent. <laughs> you should hear me try and do a Jamaican accent. <laughs> this, this is, oh, mate, I, 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 this is one of the best beers you've bought down here. That's really good, isn't it? That, what what well, a strong start, that. I think I've got some... Better ones. Really? That I, I'm blown away by that. As we all know, I love a stout. 
and that has blown my fucking yeah good for me like an imperial stout is one of my go-to drinks yeah see partisan i'm We've always interested oh in. yeah these um these featured on the first ever podcast that yeah. never made it to air partisan uh, it's sad that we still got <laughs> many, one of them how many podcasts have we got that we literally can't release because we've got this one I forgot we done one with you that never come yeah. out. We got it's, the um, first poor, beer because one. you did it through the uh, the microphone on your Mac. You know what I mean? But I spent about an hour beforehand messing around with levels on a mixer that was going into it that was going into the headphone jack. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable! Oh, what a pair of dicks! Oh uh, yeah. But um, yeah, we got that, and we, we done got, one with uh, Mike from um, uh, Asylum. Oh, we never put that out. Did never we? put that out. That's a shame. We got one from Ben Berlin. That one is. That one is. That was that, bad. That, that was when bad. you went into hysterical laughter when I explained about how my nan passed away. <laughs> Still makes me chuckle. <laughs> and only, I mean, it's an awful thing, but you poor nan. But partisan brewing. Uh, cool. So this Maxi, is a palate cleanser. So what is C U V E E? How is that pronounced? Cuvée, I think. Cuvée. I heard Cuvée. you mention that at the Cuvée. beginning. So what does Cuvée mean? Uh, Cuvée. I'm not 100 percent sure what's been blended, but Cuvée just means blend. So you can get a Cuvée wine. Okay. Generally, okay. it comes out of a barrel, and then it will be blended. So this this is a mix of I think three years worth of barrel age. It'll probably be. So what? It's blended with what has been in the barrel before. Yes, yeah, so I think they've like got a three years. No, no, I think they've got three different batches of the same thing, and they've blended it slightly differently. So this one's Maxine. What you'll actually get if you buy online will be Susie, but this is one of the last bottles of Maxine. So I thought we'd feature this. Um, I'm going to try it a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting one. So this is, I bought, oh, put this in because it's... Um, you have a bang on that first. Because it's a palate cleanser, this one. So this is a uh, sour. Oh, right. Well, I'm about to eat some crisps. Let's keep that out of my mouth. Yeah, that's really horrible. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> really horrible. Let me give it a whirl. See, some people really hate it. <laughs> I haven't even swung, swung, swung it. Yeah. Really hit the back of my throat. So that Susie, it, which said. is the one that will be in the actual uh, packs, is a little bit less sour than that. Yeah. Um... That is different. Yeah. It is. I remember you bought a sour round last time, didn't you? Yeah. And it's like... It's it rosemary, that one. Yeah. Thing, and it's, it? yeah. it's kind of the, it, the hipsters are on it, right? Yeah. It's because it's a very trendy style at the moment. The next one's going to be fruit beer, apparently. And I've not tried one yet. But I mean, I'm... I, what do you... Do you like it? I don't mind that. That's more sour than I would drink pleasantly. But Susie, yeah. the other one, is much nicer. But I thought I'd bring this one along. That's like a proper, really sharp. Yeah, 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 it yeah. is. But I, I'm not going to... I would say it's very, very different to what I'm used to drinking. What to anyone, anyone listening to this probably doesn't really touch that. No. And but actually, I think, I think they should. I think it's worth a try because your palate might adapt to that. It oh. is one of those things that you're all sours, especially to get a taste for it. You're supposed to do three, three-ish sips, two to three sips, okay. and your palate adjusts. You lose that sharpness yeah. and you yeah. start to bring out a bit more. No, so I, I like bits of worth, orange worth, in there and stuff per- like that. Yeah, it's worth persevering with, I think. It's a bit like... Um, White white spirit is not good. The second one instantly isn't as yeah um, yeah. It's a palate cleanser, I guess. Yeah, so. yeah, and they're really good if you're um if you're in a craft beer pub. Like if you go to a brew like the Brewdog in Soho, they'll have a they'll have a range of sours in bottles, and they've always got one on tap. Mm. If you're there for a session and you've got a bit of money in your pocket, then um in between your like strong IPAs or your stouts or whatever, especially once you've had a, a few, one of those really does sort you out because it strips all of that like. Yeah, 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 no, definitely. Yeah, that but, is um, but that makes complete sense. I would do that. I would genuinely yeah. do that. And they're also not that strong as well. That one's only three point three point six percent. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. 
But they've what's been what's gone into that? I think if you read it, it says there's not a lot in there. There's not a lot on it. No, <laughs> on the other one, I think it's um. So this was actually bottled in 2015, so it's been aging for a lot anyway. I think there's a blend of two in that one, two barrels. In Susie, there's a blend of three. Third one straight away. I'm like I'm starting to think that's right. That you see, you get used to it, didn't you? I probably only get a half of that, but. Yeah, that, but if, if I was at a say, festival a and I was in the sun all day, I'd be able to put that away. You are a hard nut, though. That's what we, we all forget. Do you want the, do you want the last blast on no, that? I've gone through your boots, mate. So are we going to rate these? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we should we rate that. We should, actually, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so right. that Imperial Stout. What are we rating it out of? Well, normally uh, we'll do, do fives. We normally right. do five. Fives and 0.5s. See, I always think I get overexcited with the first one because it's the first thing mm -hmm. that, that is just a really nice taste. But I'm going to scale it down because I did get overexcited. I'm going to go four. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to not heed that at all. I'm giving it a straight five. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, so I think I'll probably be four. I'm going to go split the middle, 4.5. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what about Maxine? Well. Two and a half. Yeah, that's, that's quite fair, really, because I think that that one I need time on. There's yeah. two and a half with a special, with with a special like note to say, give this beer a chance. Chris yeah, yeah. just took his hat off, <laughs> and his hair's like <laughs> I did really it. slick back, <laughs> um, and you look like um, take a picture then. Is so. it Emperor Zod? Who's the one in um, <laughs> Superman? The one with the beard. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> hey, I'll take that one every day of the week. Let's have a look. Let's get a little photo of you and have a look at yourself. <laughs> look down a little bit. Look, no, not with your eyes, you idiot. Look like a villain. That's it. Yeah, you look well evil. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, dear. Oh, brilliant. I'll take that. So what were you going, what were you going on the partisan? Yeah, I'm gonna go. I, I think she's got that right. Two point five with yep. a special with a special yep. message. Yeah. Cool. That I, it, it, like, over time that might be high. It's just so goddamn crazy. I think I'd probably. I'll, I'll yeah, that go, particular one. The, the uh, so Susie, just for reference, which is the one as I say that will be in the packs. I'll probably give that one a three because it's not quite as. Um, it's got that same like refreshing. Ness to it, yeah. but it's not quite a not quite a punch, I'm not quite as much of a punch to the face. I think I'm giving it two and a half because I think that on the first sip I would have gone zero, mm. and then on the last sip I would have thought it's closer to a, a, a banging beer. So mm. I think I'm just going to level it out in Look, the middle and give just it, go. Give it some time, and yeah, yeah. Things, things could change for that beer. Absolutely. It's got a it's got a, a future ahead of it. Yeah. Oh, one of our one of our favourites is coming out. Butilias. Mm -hmm. This is um, this is actually a collaboration between Butilias, which are in Faversham. So so far we've had West Sussex. Uh, Partisan is Bermondsey. Uh, Butilias is Faversham, and this is a collaboration between Butilias and Affinity Brew, which and Affinity Brew is another one from the Bermondsey beer mart. Oh, cool. <laughs> We've had quite a few from here before, haven't we? Mm. Uh, Petilli's have had a few, yeah, because yeah, yeah, they're yeah. one of my local ones. Yeah. Uh, Affinity are fairly new. They're actually in the old space that Partizan used to inhabit. It's um, this is like the last. So it's quite lively, but this is one of the last um, last 
cases left in existence of this, and it will be quite interesting to read through this one. Got lucky with this one, picking this one out, because I didn't see any of this before I picked it up. I just fancied reading it out. Go on. Um, because you seem to be you you seem to be struggling today with your with your reading glasses. Got new glasses last week. <laughs> my eyes have gotten really bad. Uh, did I have to, you have to get a special prescription? Like they make the glasses narrower. Well, they were just like I'm they, sure they, they take an, an inch out. One of the monocle. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can look through just okay, the monocle. Your eyes are so close together, sir. We should like a monocle. <laughs> they keep on glasses. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's, that's a good one, Steve. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Is that whiffing with one eye? <laughs> Stuart Cyclops whiffing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's right, Right, so Bootler's uh, the Affinity Brew Co. Great name for a, uh, a beverage. Cat Snatcher. Right. Might be one of the best. It's in the top five names, I think, we've had. Okay. Cat Snatcher. Anti-Trump Fruit Saison. Saison. Build a wall. Destabilise the Middle East. Ban Muslims, deny climate change, defend white supremacists, demonise the press, collude with Russia, make America great again. That is fucking brilliant. That is one of the best ever bottles. So what they do, um, all Boutillier's beers have these on it. I've probably described it it before. So these on their normal beers, these are like the constituent parts. So Mm. they'll have the malt, how long it's been in there, how long it's been boiled for. And instead of that, they've replaced it with everything that makes Trump a bit of a wanker. And then um, on on here they've got the volume, so you've got five percent volume, the bittering units, nineteen point seven nineteen point seven bittering units. The original gravity was one point zero four, and it's brewed with white privilege. <laughs> that beer, wow! And it's you also just just on. a it's an orange and passion fruit saison, right? Because he's an orange cunt. <laughs> I think we can agree on this, can't yeah. we? Um, I've never drunk a beer like that before. That's absolutely amazing. Yeah. So this is... Um, yeah, it's a quality bloody, bloody drink. It is orange and passion rock. I'm taste mm, it. I'm, I'm, I am big on... I do like the fruit beers that you've brought over. Ever since the pineapple-flavoured... Um, was that Boutillas? No, that was, uh, was that? Verdant. Verdant, that was it. Yeah. That blew my fucking face off, that, dude. That was gr- gorgeous. And that is... Uh, that, that That's... Yeah, that that's, so I think that can hang with them. This one's Trump fruit saison. That's yeah, so right, cool. Yeah. So that was brewed for the uh, Trump protest, and I oh, bought really? bought half a case and was handing them out to anyone that I, I like the look of while I was that's up there. That's great, mate. <laughs> um, that is amazing, Charles. But that is an actual fruit beer. So this is a sort of next trend that's coming through. Is that's actually if you look at the ingredients, it's got passion fruit and, and orange in it. Yeah, I'm down. I'm definitely up for that, for sure. Because uh, I used to like Fruity. Do you remember Fruity back in the day? It's probably... Like, yeah, it's still I, going. I, yeah, is it still going? You still get it, yeah. I've got it on my website. So. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. What's your thoughts on Fruity? Uh, it's a bit too sweet for me. A bit too sweet. It yeah. is a So I think that one's beer. got quite a nice level of bitterness too. Yeah, that, that has... That's, that's, that's a drink. delicious. A Fruity, you can have a half of that just because you, fan- you fancy being a bit like different. Yeah. But that, you could... You could um, you could have a couple of those, and it's pucker. It's a complex. It's got a lot, a lot of complex flavours. I'm it, going right? five on that. Oh yeah, mm. I'm going in. Excellent. Right. Good old Lewis Waddle already after giving it the big one about not going. I'm gonna throw a listener question in. I think I'll probably be going four on that. Um, I'm gonna say four and a four and a half. I'm gonna split the difference. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody likes to be the same as anyone else. Right. I won't ask the first <laughs> question because uh, I know that you're gonna do that um, mm-hmm. when we when we get a uh, a porter on the go. Mm-hmm. Right, from things I doodle. With it being Oktoberfest season, 
What's your favourite yes. style of German beer? Good question. <clears throat> yes, he's given, what is it, Dunkel... Hyphen Weizen, Duncan Hells, or Duncan Vesse, uh, Duncan Weiss. If not, if not sure, pop into my pub at Bavaria Brauhaus next time you're in Glasgow and I'll give you a wee lesson. Well, that's an invite. Yeah, I know, yeah. I've been meaning to go up to Glasgow, uh, well, yeah. not Glasgow, but the whole of Scotland. Because yeah, yeah. there's a thing with Scotland, as you probably know with whiskies, they don't, they don't get down past that border very often. And no. the same with the beers. There's a lot, lot of breweries going up, going on up in um, really? up in Scotland that you never hear of. Same with the North as well. When I did that North trip, we went up there and um, there's just shitloads of beer that you never ever see, never even hear of down there. And you speak to them, they're like, no, nah, we don't send it any any further down than like Sheffield. <laughs> and they just, it's their own little thing going on up there. I fucking love that though. We, we've spoke a lot about how autonomy in, in our society would be much more exciting if we had that back. What a great reason to travel, yeah. to, to go and try not just do beers, but all the other things. That you know? would be one of the best things that we could do with the patron money. Or maybe... Oh, what? Go we, on a uh, fucking beer up with Charles? We, we, we go on a, a road trip to, to wherever. Yeah. Whiskey and breweries in Scotland. I mean, 100% up for that. You've got... Uh, oh, what's his name? Hookers, Ab- are, di- Aberdeen, Hookers are different up Aberdeen there Aberdeen as 365 well, as well, haven't you? You've got up there. I've yeah. forgotten his name. I can't remember the guy that does uh, mood swings. Yeah, Abs. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, Nathan. Yeah. Nathan. Nathan. Yeah, that's Nathan. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's a great. Idea. So, so what? Yeah. In answer to that, Charles. Uh, so, I'm uh, the vice. Uh, what was it? Dunkel Vice. Yeah. And what was the first one they asked? Um, I can't remember now. I've re- what's your I actually wrote it down. German beer. Um, yeah, so uh, Weizen, he- Weizen, and Dunkel, Dunkel Vice and the Heffy Weizen. I'm really not a fan of wheat beers. So that's what that is. The vice and the vison is uh, it's got it's brewed with wheat. Uh-huh. It's quite a weird sweet I know, level I know the taste. Yeah, I think there's actually probably a little bit of wheat in that one. Um, so there's a sort of level of Which wheat one? that I'll accept. The cat snatcher. The cat snatcher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, it's always a hell's. Remember that one from Brass Castle? Yeah, Brass man. Castle. Yeah. That was a hell's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Dark Star do a really good hell's, and so do uh, oh, what, what is this? Hop Demon in um, Sittingbourne. So hell's for me is probably good, but I do also like a Dunkel. Uh, Dunkel's just a dark lager, uh, so you get a little bit more caramel with your lager and that sort of thing. But for me, it's always a hell's. It's the standard Bavarian beer, and it's a really good one. It's fucking lovely. Things I do do. I hope that answers your question. Yeah. You've been talked over first, Stuart. Uh, no, but I, I need one more question for you, Chris. Oh. Um, who's your favourite member of S Club Seven? And that's from the Paddington Frisk. Um, I've got. A... I meant to research that because I hadn't looked at him. There was a blonde one that was quite tasty. Hannah. You said Bradley. Oh no, you Hannah said, ended you up. You said Bradley. Hannah ended up, <laughs> Hannah ended up doing pond, didn't she? No. What? No, I think she did. No. Yeah, and I think the blonde one ended Pause up. Pauses podcast, searches Google. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Hannah uh, filmed a few dick sucking sessions. That's guesswork. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's largely guesswork. I'm pretty sure she did. Uh, Cute face. Yeah, she was. Nah, she, I think she, she was with um, the other bloke that was in it that has now sold stories on her and has been a bit of a dog, apparently. Well, what's he sold um, stories on her? Doing porn, I mean. Ma, the one, I, I really used to like the one called Tina. She was like the sort of, um, almost sort of, sort of Spanish-looking one. Mm. Uh, uh, I think she sort of married some rich bloke. and yeah. She's not in S Club 4, or whoever's doing the rounds now. Right, and I ain't doing that now. I mean, that was podcast profession there. Our, I've got, spo- I've got our, spend- our sponsor got to watch you shove three fucking crisps <laughs> into your mouth while I'm still trying to finish the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. no, I got um, an email the other day saying... Was there Rachel? Was there a Rachel? Rachel was... was 
Yeah. My wife I might, quite I might, a lot like Rachel. I might have spanked was... the rat on that one. Well, <laughs> I'm probably going to withhold the story about my wife now. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Carol, Carol. No, Carol's nice as well. Um, please don't spank Sorry. your broken cock over my <laughs> wife. <laughs> oh. We haven't spoken about that yet, have we? We'll have a few more drinks and we'll talk, we'll, we'll talk about that. Go on. Oh, I've missed this. <laughs> Fucking hell. Right. Well, um, sorry, we're not going to finish We've the Carol story. Before. No, no. Yeah, yeah. This is um, this is one of my staples. Mm. It sees me getting a beer out of the, the box or whatever it is. Um, you actually had this yep, on tap yep, yep. for a little bit. Yeah, that's good. This is. Yes, uh, this is another one of my go-to brewers. Um, okay. So if anybody wants something that's sort of not, it's a bit more of a crafty lager um, rather than just your sort of standard lager. This is it. So this is a dry hop lager. It's by a company called Brewery of Angels and Demons. They're based in Folkestone, uh, and we've actually got we've got three beers here from them, but I'll explain why later. No, After thank you. you, yeah, thank you very much. Okay. So what Talk makes this different is it's dry hopped. So all of the hops go in right at the end. You don't put them in at the boil. Uh, right. You let them sort of steep in a fairly cold liquid. Right. And rather than getting loads of bitterness from the oils that come out of it. You get um, you get a lot more aroma and you get right. a bit more of a citrusy note to it. Well, well smells solid. <laughs> yeah, I caramba. I mean, if I ever went into a bar and they were serving that and Hepsworth, is it Hepsworth? No, this is no, uh, Brew of Angels. Oh yeah, yeah, Hepworth and Co. Yeah, yeah. Hepworth and that. If I went into a bar and they were serving that, I'd never leave that bar. Because that is such that's such good quality. That's an amazing. Line, so when man. I do large events, so we did Kent County show this year, and we did a little local one with a. I've got eighteen a big eighteen tap bar that I can set up in a field and and, and get working. Wow. This is what we do in it. Uh, this particular lager. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. That's a, that's that's cool. generally that's the reaction that I get. Is that people come back and um. Uh, a, yeah. So when I've set up with the traders, I always do a traders bar. Uh, oh, always the, do. That's the shit. Mm, it's a session now, that. Uh, always do less. And on the first day, I had a group of people come up, and they paid me the se- the trader's price to begin with for a round of round of beers. And they came back another five times and refused to pay uh, the trader's price for it. They were just like, "This is too good, mate. Have the extra fifty p on a pint." <laughs> they were just like, "Yep." That is a mo- god fucking hell. You mm. do that. Your product strong when people are doing that. Four point two percent. So you can have a few of them, and it's got the flavour of a yeah. 5% lager, that easy. That's the dry hopping. So he's actually, um, the guy down there called Joe, I've got a lot of time for Joe, at some point when he actually gets his shit together and I get my shit together, he's yeah. going to teach me how to brew down there, which would be lovely. Uh, but Joe, like he properly knows his stuff, and they've just, because they're quite a new brewery, they start at the same time I started Love Beer, they've just started getting some really nice hop producers and some decent hops that they can get into it. So the first time I brought this round, this changed slightly from, from the first time I brought mm. this round, because I've got these new hops that he wanted to put in, I forgot which one it is, but it's, um, it's changed it a lot, it's lovely. No, they've smashed that. That's an absolutely quality lager. The Angels and Demons logo looks a bit, little bit like the Angels and Demons book I read by Dan Brown. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Back when I couldn't properly read. Have you read any books yet, Stu? How many books you read now? Uh, Mr. Sneeze. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Greedy. <laughs> and Mr. Rush. Mate, that's amazing. So, um, what, what do you think on it, Cover Stuart? to cover. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's absolutely amazing. Four and a half. In terms of lager, I can't. I really can't fault it. It is a four and a half. 
Uh, you see, you get you get like you'll get that extra five out of me if it's like a personal preference. Like an imperial stat is a, a weak spot of mine. In terms of luck, that's fucking yeah. I think I'd, I'd be so really surprised if you. that doesn't make our top top five. That yeah, I think that should go in the top five definitely. As I say, across the board, four point five. It's one of those ones that I always put into a wherever I'm doing. I always take it if I can. Um, so I tend to do local beers if I'm doing an event. So when I went, did an event in West Sussex and I had Hepworth and Coke because that was the local brewery. So I always try and do it. But anything in Kent, they'll always get Racing Tiger. More, more power to you. Quick question. Um, future guest, uh, Mr. Leon Rowland, he'll be coming here in a couple hey. of weeks. <clears throat> uh, Charles, do you really love beer? Yeah, I, I even, <laughs> tell you what, I even um, wrote down and printed off the uh, definition of love. Ah, oh, brilliant. Uh, so it's number one, a strong feeling of affection. I love the definitions you get on these internet dictionaries. Babies fill parents with intense feelings of love. Yeah. I'm not being funny. When I held that after its first sip, <laughs> that last one. Was it like one of your first children? It really was. The other one, which I think applies to me a little bit more, is uh, number two. It's a great interest and pleasure in something. Mm. His love for football. <laughs> but I think that one more applies to me. Um, yeah. But the love beer is actually never about like love beer or loving beer. It was meant to be a play on words on the love film subscription. Mm-hmm. So with that, you get a different movie every yep. month. And I was suppo- I'd, and I do deliver a different beer each month to either home bars and offices. So it's like this constantly rotating beer line yeah. that's sort of tailored to their taste in the office. So. Mm-hmm. A few offices just like to have the same thing on all the time. So it doesn't really work. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they, they, they always come back because, bloody hell, mate, if my office would let us do that, I would, I'd get you... In, in yeah. A, in a if I worked somewhere where this here that I'm going to take a sip of was was available on tap, mm. I'd be in a bad place, right? You now. would be. You'd be banging, knocking people out, wouldn't you? I usually have to um, install shuttle valves, so they have a lock cabinet with shuttle valves in it, and then you get one person in the office that's like in control of it, um, and probably isn't a big drinker, and then they they have to open it up at certain times. So we had um, we had an office bar going to the. I don't know if I should say it. That's uh, no, that's yeah, a name. big office in central London, big tech company, um, <laughs> social media company in central London. And they had a Prosecco tap, a lager tap, and a pale ale tap. And this is like the way the office is set up is it's meant to be like a closed environment. So they've got beds in there. They've got um, a restaurant in there. They've got coffee stations in there. Um, they've got somewhere they can go to get your printing done. They've got a bar in there. They've got office spaces. So it's meant to be, because it's a tech and development centre, it's meant to be keeping everybody in there. So these guys have got 24 access. If something goes wrong with this website, they need to be able to get in and get get out. So what they found after the first couple of months is people were going out, um, going out on the town on a Friday night and then once they're done at the pub, a few people After were co- yeah, coming back to the office and drinking all the free no. Prosecco and they came in one day and they, they've, they've got a sink in there. They've filled the sink up with sick, smashed glasses oh. everywhere, oh, like no. properly fucked it and I had to go in and rip the Prosecco tap out and now they've just got a lager and a, lager and a pale ale that obviously isn't like 11% and you can't fill up a pint of it yeah. out of a tap. Oh, I want to work there. That's <laughs> fucking right. I think Mark Irvine would have liked that. Yeah, one of my buddies, Mark, he, after uni, because we were all quite raving pissheads or drug takers by that point, but Mark got to the point where he was drinking pints of wine. Yeah. He went through a phase of that. It wasn't a healthy phase. Some We've of our had, friends um, used to have to like, walk him home because he started hallucinating, basically. So. That's intense. Mm. I mean, we've had, um, so for some events, I do like Prosecco and kegs. or sparkling wine, technically. But um, I had one here. Did you? 
I don't remember which one it was, but yeah. You, well, I had a cake. Uh, the blimey, it wasn't right. It must have been right at the beginning. How long have hmm. I known you? Have you known? It's a couple it of years Jonks. now, isn't it? So it was the first New Year's Eve then, wasn't it? About eighteen, yeah. about eighteen months now. Yeah. I think. yeah, we had a New Year's Eve party, and you gave us a keg of prosecco. Right. Mm. Sounds like something I'd do. <laughs> also, throughout this podcast, there's not that many listener questions, so I printed something else off, which I thought, although you promote. Um, Responsible drinking. Uh, I thought this might be quite fun because okay. I'm sure, as a result of, 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 of booze over the years, we've all yeah. been quite drunk. Yeah, yeah. 13 <laughs> things people like to talk about when they're drunk. Oh, God. Themselves. <laughs> That's number two. <laughs> is it yeah. really? Number two, themselves. Alcohol brings out the narcissist in people. Mm. If you give them as little as two drinks, they'll corner you in a bar and tell you the same story about their life over and over again. They're drunk repeaters, they tell you something, forget about it, and then proceed to tell you again. Which often feels like a form of Chinese water torture. <laughs> Finally, you will have to stop them and be like, you've told me this fight you had with, uh, with your, bo- uh, your boyfriend five times in the, in the past 25 minutes. Please let me go free. <laughs> What's number one then? Is that what you want us to guess? Or do you want us to guess like the five? Well, there's 13. Um, yeah, but, but top five. No, no, I'm not saying you guess anything. I just thought we could throw a few in oh. and just maybe see if it prompts any stories. <laughs> Uh, talking about myself, I'm I'm more I'm more of an act. I, 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 I'm more of a doer than a talker when I'm hammered, as, as we know. <laughs> I've got less time for words. More I can't be for, talking. I'm too busy walking. More time for action. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Shu? You ever found yourself going off a little insula? My, having said that, no, I, I can confess that this weekend after I got really drunk, I then had a bit of a go at my girlfriend for not spending enough time with me, despite me being with all my mates and, you know, seeing all my mates all the time. And when you turned up, you was with about 14 of your mates <laughs> and Molly, who probably hadn't met any of them before. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, so... God they had a go at her for God, not spending enough time with you. I literally did. Charming. Do you know what? In the morning I woke up and I was just... I felt, I, I had beer. Fear. It wasn't beer fear. It was very specific. It wasn't fear because I knew what I did. Yeah. I can't be fearful of something. It wasn't like the fear of the unknown. It was like I did this. Why was I? I mean, it wasn't like a, like a campaign of, of abuse. I didn't go Trevor on her from EastEnders. I just <laughs> I just slightly had a go at her. But even that. Look what you made me do, Molly. It's like I can't believe. Like I've even like had slightly said, "Oh, you didn't want to spend any time with me, you poor thing." Yeah, I was. I was. I was. I was quite drunk. So that's narcissistic, isn't it? That is. That was very insular yeah. of me to be thinking of at you. that moment. For one minute, she wasn't hanging out with me. Yeah. So that's a perfect example of that. That selfishness. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So what, what have we got here then? So we got. You, who read out the last one? Is it my turn or you read? Did you you read? Did you read Racing Tiger? What's no you? one read Racing Tiger. Oh. It's not a lot on it. We've done it before. No, we've done that so, before. Yeah. See, see previous episodes. Yes, exactly. How many have we done? Apart um, from the one that never got put out. Well, including that one, I think we're on four now. Yeah. Right. Because you did the last one out on Patreon, didn't you? And the general release. Oh, did you? Out both. Mm. We've we done it twice. Oh, okay. It come out early on Patreon, then it got a general uh, release afterwards. Okay. Gotcha. McCann's <clears throat> Fireside Owls Wiki Packaging. So it's a brown bottle, black label with uh, sort of like that, sort of like... Um, what sort of orange is that? That's Stop that. saying salt. You said salt three times then. Scarlet or something. Sort of, it? uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's got coral. Coral, yeah, coral. yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Modern English bitter. Yes, bitter. 
Yeah. So we right. got we yeah. got three bitters coming now. Very brilliant. very different bitters, but three oh, nonetheless. Well, will you read it out? Because I'm gonna have a slurp. Go on, and you have a little slurp, mate. So this is actually the same brewery as the previous beer. They're just slightly different branding, which I think right. is oh, quite a good right. idea right, in this right. uh, the way the beer market is. I think having mm. one that's more of a traditional ale cool, branding and one that's like a craft beer. So the Brewery of Angels and Demons do your pale ales, your stouts. Your, we've got a porter in there later. Uh, and then these guys do your like slightly hopped IPAs. They do your um, traditional bitters, a traditional style stout and that sort of thing. So That's a nice beer. Yeah. It's just a nice, easy drinker. Mm. Welcome. Sit down and relax. Take your time. Don't say a word. This sounds like Night in with Craig. Let the beer do the talking. <laughs> oh, God, that is so a Night in with Craig. <laughs> Don't you worry. I'm here. <laughs> Shh. Now, hush, hush. <laughs> Dry those eyes. <laughs> We're proud of... Uh, we're, pr- we're proud to present our modern English bitter, which has been carefully created with the connoisseur in mind. See you at the bar. You should also try it, and then Harry Hop and, and some of their others. Cracking. I really like that packaging. It's quite, quite it simple, yet? that. No. That's decent, mate. Yeah. So, um, so Sorry, just quickly. Just, uh, did Chris rate the previous? Yeah, yeah, we right, did okay. all, all 4.5s on that. probably the highest one so far, isn't it? Average, I think. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of 4.5s, I think, mm. so far. Mm. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. Hmm. Hmm. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I like bitter. It was one of the first bit, uh, things I, I drank as a kid. Um, because we've drunk such arse-kicking strengths at the moment mm-hmm. and flavours, I'm not quite adjusting to that. I'm not. I'm not quite enjoying it as much as I as I normally would. Do you know what? It's I tough need for a, bitter. What's that? Oh, I need another one of them sours. 
it's a palate cleanser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, have, yeah. Um, I did actually realise that I accidentally grabbed both Maxine and Susie, so we do have mm. another another oh, really? sour. <laughs> yeah, is that yeah, a yeah. confession or is that, are we talking about beers? Yeah, um, yeah. well, I mean, I actually, <laughs> Su- so both of those beers, Maxine and Susie, are, are named after employees of the company. Oh, so I actually oh, know Susie. Cool. Susie's left now, but she's really, really nice. It's what, also another reason why I wanted to include it in the in the packs. Yeah. Oh, cool. uh, and also, I mean, I think it's got cooler packaging. I was going to try and lean off the bar stool. Yeah, that was going to end in tears there. You went all Matrix and just tried to... (laughs) (laughs) It's going to end up with me face first in beer in a bad way. That looks so cool. That would not look out of place if you was wearing your jacket and holding it. Charles has got a new jacket. Oh, he has got a new jacket. uh, And he's he's kind of... um, It's amazing. Yeah. He's kind of amazing, mate. Straight up. It's... um, Speaking to the mic, it's uh, it's from a company called State of Disarray. Uh, and it's just pure party gear, isn't it? It's a, it's a really rainbow, is. sparkly, spandex, sequined feather jacket. Pr- feather print <laughs> jacket. That, imagine, um, I imagine. Really you're wearing that in the photo later. Imagine if well, there I'll was. Sure there. Uh, you were at an acid ass rave in 1989, but that acid ass rave has got the backdrop of a 1970s working men's club. With that kind of multi-coloured um, tinsel that used to hang yeah, down at the back down. of the stage. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's kind of that. Yeah, you, yeah. You, yeah you're having that, it to I that. Mean, either that or you raided J.K. Jamiroquai's wardrobe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then someone's lit a Catherine wheel. It's one, one, of, one of 12, that jacket. So it's a proper light. Decent. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It cost, cost me a little bit. It was a In very... A Jazzy. Yeah, very jazzy. jazzy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the thing is, that I've been developing like a festival outfit for, for years now. And I think I'm going to <laughs> I love that. I'm going to have that. to rethink it, I think, because it's not quite sparkly enough. I've got like a leopard print hat that I wear and it's got feathers and shit like that. And I <laughs> install LEDs into it. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, don't, I think that's, it's, I'm going to have to find some different colouring to go with it. <laughs> install some LEDs into it. What's Craig's festival outfit? Fuck me! It ain't one of those mankinis. Picture it's one of them, them like kind of wraps you get at the end of the marathon, and that's it. He just, <laughs> just sits there shivering in one of them for three days. <laughs> no. you, yeah, you don't see an unwelcome erection. You, you don't see Craig coming, mate. Like he's not. No, he's, that. he's literally like. It's all camoed up, <laughs> isn't he? <laughs> he's very average looking. There's nothing jazzy about his appearance. He's, in the shadows. <laughs> yeah. God, so sinister. I did, I did used to have like a, a Raven bucket hat. like, But like not like how they're trendy now. This was literally like a, like a beige fisherman's hat that I ended up used to writing all the, the gigs that I'd been to on it. And uh, I could store drugs in it. So, sweet. <laughs> and, uh, Everything no one, you need in, yeah, a, exactly. in a festival headset. Yeah, exactly. It was uh, pretty cool. That's about it as far as raving goes. Um, yeah, so the bitter. So, so my thoughts on that bitter. It was, it was all right. It was all right. That's really? I, I always struggle to go above four with a bitter. I think I'm probably going to go 3.5 on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to go three. I'm going three. I think it's a nice bitter. But it's, uh, it's, not set, right. it's not set my world on fire. Oh, do you know what? Can I change it? I'm going to go I'm gonna go three and a half. I think I've got a little bit too excited yeah. about that. Yeah, it's the alcohol. So it's the, that bedazzled by... Um, yeah, it's my glitter. Well, I, had, I had a little pint, well, the half before we started. Yeah, yeah. I had a little beer with me and you were doing the Patreon one before. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a little bit merry. Yeah, that's Perfect. nice, mate. That's nice. Just, um, you hot? 
I'm it's getting hot. a bit hot in here. Let's all take our jumpers off. <laughs> <laughs> Standard Craig. I'm really sort of sweaty downstairs. <laughs> I, can't, I shouldn't take that off, though, should I? <laughs> you can do. You can Is that do. Right? Oh, my God. Uh, talking about people having hot balls. Um, the UFC. Oh, my oh, God. Derek Lewis. So it's the best interview that's ever been done. He's called the Black Beast, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he is a UFC heavyweight. He's got to be, what, 19, 20 stone? Yeah. And he's a monster, he's right? He's a monster. He's not particularly fit. He's not got great technique. They say he's a brawler. But that's fuck me, mate. Pint. He keeps banging people out, doesn't he? And this one, he should have lost it. Like Right at the end of the last round, sparks the geezer out. Yeah. He? Absolutely. Cold. Puts him in a home. And go on. No, go on. And then he's been interviewed by um, podcaster Joe Rogan yep. uh, and, at the yeah, end. Yeah, and, and basically Derek had already, for some reason, which I, which all of us, when we were watching, were like, this is a first, Derek Lewis had taken off his shorts that he was fighting in. Thankfully, he had boxer shorts on underneath. But, uh, yeah, just taking off his UFC shorts. Which is a first, right? It is definitely a first, and it's, it is not to... And Rogan uh, said, why have you taken off your shorts? <laughs> his answer was, my balls are hot, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Fair he enough. He then put his clothes on, showered up, and went to the studio ahead of the Conor McGregor fight that I'm sure everybody's been discussing. And they said, um, well... Obviously, Derek, you've been quite outspoken about, <laughs> you know, your 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 post-fight activities and that. What are you planning on doing tonight? And he went throwing my wife's legs in the air. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. a bit weird and a bit inappropriate, yeah. but refreshingly honest. Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> I love Derek. Oh, that was great. Yeah. Oh, and and one of the uncoolest names ever. His name's Derek. Derek. It's my dad's name. <laughs> so, so he, he shortens it. <laughs> <laughs> to do a boy. Des. 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 Oh, Des. Yeah. Des. I like Des. Yeah. Des. Des is quite. Des is friendly, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Very friendly. Yeah. That's what everyone says. The one that we're drinking now. Yeah, um, he's called Old Dairy. We've had this before. Might have done. Definitely Old Dairy. Uh, and that's the brewery, isn't it? I think we've had the Silver Top before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so all, all of it because it's obviously brewed in an Old Dairy, or right, used to be. It's not okay. anymore. They're all yeah, red top, silver, gold top, blue, blue top, top right. silver top. Ah, right. Yeah, yeah. It fucking smells milky though. Um, relax and enjoy crazy. this classic English um, owl brewed with um, Marisotta. Crystal, brown and chocolate malts. Yep. Savour the delicious toffee flavours with a hint of coffee. Perfectly balanced mm. against the fruitiness, spice and hints of citrus from... Excuse me. Um, Challenger, East Kent Golden and mm. English Cascade Hops. Goes particularly well with meat or fish. Um, I think that that is... If I had to say bitter by numbers, like it's just... A bit average. It's right. not horrible. It's lovely, right. but it's just—I don't think it's got anything particularly unique about it. You see, I disagree. Okay. I, prefer, I, I, I think that that compared to the Grahams stands out much more. It's like, darker, right? I feel that there's more complexity in the flavors. There's more flavors in it's it. It's heavier, definitely. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's slightly heavier, and it, I can feel all those. I can feel that. I can taste that little hint of caramel in there. The toffee flavours and that. I can really... yeah. I, I'd struggle to drink that as a session beer. 
I think I, I, I could maybe have like a couple of them and I'd be thinking, right, I need to lighten up a yeah, bit. Yeah, no, I'd probably, I'd probably quite agree heavy. with that. So Old Dairy's um, it's quite <laughs> ubiquitous for our Kent. It's a Kent, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's brewed in, in Tenterden. So yeah, I should probably do a recap. Oh, no, we're still in Folkestone. So the last one we did with Folkestone, this one's Tenterden and Kent. Um, it's really well known in Kent. Like a lot of a lot of pubs will have it on there, and um, it's just really well known. I've had people on social media slate me because I've not had red top on some of my yeah. bars at local right. events and that. But um, so it's really well known. It's really well. Mm-hmm. It's just you find it in every pub. Every freehold in, in Kent has got this on. I think I'll probably agree with you, but I think it's still a solid bitter. There's nothing terrible about it, but so, it's a bitter, and it? it's just a, a bitter. So for me, as an outsider, and and as a bit of a um, helmet. When I think bitter, I think them shaped bottles, which are the the, the fatter style bottles, five hundred ml bottles. Yeah, and I think I end up thinking camera. I think middle aged yeah. men, and I think craft beer. I think is like a, a newer era. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so and we've got um, getting taste aware of beer. Like, is that the case? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I think there's um, beer being made by hipsters. Like, I, I, I know. I'm not going to say the word hipsters. Younger people that are, are now. I don't think people are going out to buy them. You definitely you see you see one or two bitter lines on a craft pub. Yeah, at best, yeah. Um, where you see maybe two or three IPAs and a lager or something like that. Quite a lot of them. Uh, so I've done a few tap rooms, and they don't. They've had. I've had to go back and swap out the cask lines. So they've only got one where they had four or something like that, mm. because the the younger generation aren't coming in and expecting cask. They're coming in and expecting to see like a hoppy IPA. So we've got we've got one more traditional beer, and then we've got three like proper craft beers coming through. So you sort of see the difference. But they're looking to find that I think in pubs now. Mm. Um, and they really don't give a shit about cask or anything like that. You know, there's a big hang up. There's um. I don't know if listeners might have heard something about this. There was a big vote that went on in camera a little while ago that was talking about accepting carbonated beers, um, just basically good beer as yeah. a as a camera um, as a camera thing. Right. They had to have a seventy five percent vote from camera, and it got voted down. I think it's like seventy three percent voted for oh. it. So they just scraped in underneath what they needed to do it. So they're still just punting this line of you can't. I mean, for a, for a seller tech. What are your thoughts on camera? And and because. For me, as 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 someone that as the Camera Beer Festival comes to Grays, and I've, I've probably mentioned this on previous yeah. um, Love Beer episodes, um, literally about a hundred meters up the road from 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 where I live, um, and I've been going every year for maybe, blimey, twenty odd years. Yeah, yeah. Um, I went initially as it was quite novel when it, they they had live bands. And so I went there and and drunk beer that I thought was warm and flat. Yeah, yeah. But I just went there because it was a night out. And then obviously as I've got older, you, you start to kind of, your taste buds come alive a little bit, and then you start to actually not be that much of a dick and just think, I'm not going to go in there and find the most strongest beer and yeah. then just drink three pints of that and then go and throw up on my own pubes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and then uh, you know. However, now in the last sort of, and probably more from spending time with yourself and, and and trying these beers, and and also in you know in the venues that Chris and I work in, starting to see that kind of evolution of of craft beer and all the things that people are talking about, and and, and seeing that it's not necessarily uncool to not walk into a pub and go, what have you got on 
on the pumps. Yeah, 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 know, yeah. Rather than just going, Stella, you know. What's and, your lager, mate? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and being able to, to, to think, oh, right, that looks nice. What's that about? And ask questions. Yeah. And is camera... Well, I'm probably leading, I'm not leading you into saying anything, but is it a little bit kind of because up until maybe three or four years ago, Camera Beer Festival for me, it was old blokes that took their own tankard yeah. to well, where I went. Still is, and 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 they would like you know have their own rag and they would like dry off their their tankard once they'd had their beer, have another one. Yeah. And, and no, then they, still they is, would still want to watch your folk band. Very much that. It is still yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Okay, it's not so, just exclusively this area that he's that. No, so when we when we went to the Great British Beer Festival and then turned up at your podcast recording four hours late oh, off our yeah. fucking yeah, nut. <laughs> that was proper wine. Is it Liam, your buddy? Yeah, yeah. He was, is, yeah, he was around he the weekend. He, yeah, mate. We, yeah. yeah. No, I was joking. Oh. He'd been, yeah, yeah. We'd been um, throwing up behind a wall just outside the Olympia, I think, shortly before we got on the train. on the train. Yeah, gone the wrong way. Yeah, no, no, we went the wrong way on the train and then woke up. And I remember <laughs> doing that, like jolting awake. And then the woman up, op- and I went, oh, looked around, and the woman opposite went, Are you meant to be going to wherever it was, the opposite direction? I went, no. <laughs> and I had to like, way up, wake up. We were going to be late anyway, but. Um, <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was the Camera Beer Festival, and that was pretty much the same, to be honest. And that's in Olympia in Central London. Um, I think Camera, like Camera, have got to be respected in many ways. They've done a lot of really good things for the industry. We, we real ale wouldn't be a thing in the UK if Camera hadn't taken up that baton in the seventies and, and continued moving it. And as a result, England has a very unique beer scene. Real ale isn't really a thing anywhere else, and that needs to be applauded and respected. Yeah, but it's gone quite. Um, one of another word Brexity recently where it is the old way or nothing this you know this 70 73 is so close but this you know trying to move camera into something that's more because they're a campaign group you know and now you've got so many microbreweries that won't even touch camera won't even go near it so for, for, for listeners that are, are unaware it's the campaign for real yeah L. yeah campaign yeah. for real L. so they've got certain stipulations like it's got to come out of a cask uh, you can't have any gas touch it they even so in all of my bars I do gas assisted gas I basically I pump the beer to yeah. the tap. They're even a bit funny about that, um, and it just limits the amount. So if you want to be a camera registered pub, you've got to have all of these really restrictive things in place. And you know, craft beer pubs they can have a camera associated brewery as well as having a lager and an IPA and everything else on there. But camera will go in there and say, no, you're not getting any, any you're not having our sign off on that. Despite the fact that they're supporting independent brewers the whole way through. And actually camera now is becoming more of a hindrance. I camera think camera will do mead. They will do mead and ciders. It's because it's hand pump. Yeah. It's all on the hand pump. Yeah. Anything that's pressurized, they won't do. And yeah. so all of my work is all pressure systems. They won't even touch that. Anything I work, as a job is uh, not camera certified so it's, it's difficult because you've got I think there's a lot of there's a lot of hate within the craft beer world for camera because they're sort of stifling the industry a little yeah. bit at the moment but I think you need to respect where they've come from because in the 70s it was people like Foster's and Heineken were coming in and were buying up everything and they would have just dis- right. if, if it was up to them they would have destroyed the English pub and yeah. to a large degree I think they have um but now we're actually having a resurgence in everything. I, I actually think the craft beer scene in the UK wouldn't, hap- wouldn't have happened in the way it has done without camera. Um, but what they've done is taken on its own legs and now yeah. they're not supporting it. Now that. they've got to listen to that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting, that. Glasson, when you walk into a pub... Uh-huh. Like... Put my dick away. 
First get... check that my dick's not out. It's yeah. number one. Yeah. But you can have a pint. Yeah. Um, you, you're going to have a look about and ask a question. Right? I always do. And I, I often won't order. Oh, God, I just disappeared there. Um, I won't order. if I, I'll check out what's on tap. And if it's if it's nothing to my taste, I'm not yeah. I'm not ordering. And yeah. when you're in Essex, it's it's pretty yeah. it's pretty dire it's a really lot of the time. It's a, it's a real shame. Oh. You know, I already know. I already know when I walk in a bar whether or not I'm going to be all. Yeah, all yeah. It's yeah. when you yeah. can see the old blue oval of Foster's on a tap. Yeah. Oh, fuck. When you just walk in and you think, "Where's my sunglasses?" There's a lot of chrome in here. <laughs> like you know, you know that you're not going to get a good beer. Um, hmm. I was lucky that. Um, Growing up, like my, my, my granddad, my uncle, my dad, all brewed beer hmm. and wine, and and we had. Didn't they teach you how to fucking bang a bloody hole in a in a tree? Yes. And then it used we to talked like, about this in a previous episode. It was yeah, a previous yeah. birch sap. It was birch sap. Yeah, yeah. Birch sap wine. Yeah, yeah. We we put a little tap into a birch tree, yeah. um, stinging little wine. Oh, all sorts of stuff. Mm. We um, elderberry. Pro- elderberry wine was a big one. We used to go and pick elderberries. You were proper and, poor, uh, weren't you? And we were. And, and we were, though. And uh, <laughs> Gruel. And, and, and before fucking Gordon's and all these helmets mm. were doing it, mm. at, the, at the right time of year, we would go and pick slows and we would make slow gin. Mm. Yeah. And, and we every Christmas, we would be drinking slow gin and getting fucked up on it. Well, we oh, had a cool, mate. slow gin cool. story. We had a, a New Year's Eve party at ours, and one of my brother's mates turned up, who was, um, unbeknownst to us at the time, was diabetic and gluten intolerant. Oh. And um, we cracked out the slow gin that I'd made that year, and obviously slow gin... Put a shitload of sugar in. There's it. quite a lot of sugar in that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was out the room at this point, and uh, <laughs> so I, I came Disclaimer. downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My brother allowed it to happen, and um, I came downstairs to look at that disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't there. My brother made it happen. Oh, it was his mates <laughs> as well, so it was nothing to do with me. And um, yeah, yeah. I, I came downstairs, and she was um, she was throwing up in the toilet, obviously, like because she was basically having a, a diabetic episode, whatever you call it, and. Um, then somebody, not knowing, that she, not knowing that she's kind-hearted. I've got beautiful people that come to my house. Really trying to sort her out, help her out, feeding her water, getting her some food. Found some bread, not being told that she's gluten intolerant, and then proceeded. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We're just going to double fuck you up now. <laughs> but then at no point she said oh, I shouldn't have sugar I shouldn't have bread and just yeah. proceeded to feed her we had to get the ambulance out and do your scene oh, no. Craig would have got in there before well, the ambulance arrived my parents he? had left the house and like normally uh, so it was mainly my brother's party and I'm normally the one that has the, the people over that ruin things and things yeah. have to you know things get shit goes wrong and, and uh and so my parents oh it's only Chris he's having a party we'll go out we'll have a nice meal and all that they came back to the ambulance oh, <laughs> no. oh it was amazing it was the, probably the best nights of my life because it was it was the first time I hadn't fucked it all up in the house like, you could time. sit back and watch yeah and I literally like, did yeah, yeah. oh this has got nothing to do with me I was I'm off a- my nut and apparently <laughs> I was just uh, apparently, uh, I laughed so hard that I fell back and broke the kitchen tap <laughs> I was like, balancing on the sink and no, <laughs> Right, before we get the next one. Um, oh, have we rated him Rating, yet? yeah, yeah. Uh, three. Three? Yeah, so um, this is the old dairy, right? Completely yeah. middle of the road, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going three and a half. Three and a half, Maverick. cool. Nice. <laughs> um, just quickly, question from Anita Cornish. Shall we ask you a couple after this? Go on. Anita, yeah, that's my, my, uh, my auntie. I've got this written down, actually. Yeah, go on. Bar nuts or Bombay mix. What he said. 
Oh, it's a very good question, Nate. Um, what is a bar nut? Well, it could bar. Have to be roasted, roasted peanuts. Roasted, maybe you know what? If you wanted to go crazy, you could say salted, or you could, if you're in a real, you know. You Back know, in the day, it would be one of those KP things that you'd yeah. pull off, and yeah. you'd slowly. Big D nuts. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Big D nuts. You'd slowly reveal D's a picture nuts. of a, a woman fresh. with her tits out. Yeah, yeah eighties tits. You get some eighties tits going, yeah. don't you? But now yeah. it's just, just a big pub. KP sign underneath. It. Um, now, if we're talking a bar nut. A cashew's not a bar nut, right? No. Right, we'll leave no. that. It's got to be a peanut. If it's a peanut, it's a peanut. or Bombay mix. So what? What's your top? What's your top rated peanut? A peanut. Yeah, yeah. What's your favourite type of peanut? Salted, dry uh, roasted. Dry roasted or I had crispy the other day. We have yeah, honey roasted, but yeah. we also have, nice. yeah, no, it's a good we also have chili nuts around here, mm. and we also have barbecue nuts around here in the within. Um, I think mine's just Very a standard fancy. salted, yeah, salted a, roasted a standard peanut. Salted peanut. But then sometimes, if you open them and they're, they're, they've been left a little bit too long, they taste a bit like what I imagine paint would taste like. They taste like the smell of paint. Oh, okay. And that's when yeah. I die in it. That, that, that's when I die out. And there's a bag of nuts in the bin because when I got here tonight, yeah. I thought, oh, we've got some nuts. And then I could, literally, as I pulled the bag out, I could smell it. And I thought, smell. I smell of paint. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not You're not it. having it because no. you, you experienced, didn't you? Yeah. You're like a forager, but yeah. for bar snacks. Yeah. Um, I would say dry roasted for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. like a Bombay mix. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Now we keep bringing Bombay mix, it gets confusing because Bombay mix, Bombay mix is fucking more. It shows dry roasted, but I don't know. I might, I might, I could side with Bombay mix here. You just don't see it as much. I find it a bit weird, Bombay mix. Right, I'm just going to say that because you're a massive racist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am known for <laughs> it. Yeah. Charles, <laughs> <laughs> oh brilliant um, shall we uh, have this yeah, yeah, yeah. go on Shu yes. what, what's your one though what are you going with Bombay mix or nuts then mate nuts nuts yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to say just from the look of this bitter um, it looks like um, a grown up beer oh. this is a this is one of my dad's favourite beers in fact oh. I think probably the favourite beer I bring home ever oh. he'll okay. um, pretty much Chop my arm off to get one of these off of me. Really? The, is, is it me reading? It is, isn't it? You did the uh, old dairy, didn't you? Yes. The Dartford Wobbler Brewery. Great fucking name. Nice bottle. Quite classic. It's got Guy and Penny um, Farvey. That's your, that was your first motor, wasn't it, Shoe? Second. Second. <laughs> Dartford's <laughs> first one was one. Now the one's in the Flintstones. <laughs> <laughs> and it, this is called the Dartford Wobbler. A russet brown malty dry bitter. Uh, 4.3%. Nice. Nice. Sorry, uh, you were just going to say something. No, so the Dartford Wobbler is um, a play on words. It's a, a bird, well-known bird around our way, called the Dartford Warbler. Warbler. Ah. That's really nice. Yeah, yeah. He's um, he's one of my favourite people to visit. He's a proper... Your one dad? Of the, no, no, this is the guy that brews this. Um, so this is brewed by Millis Brewing. Uh, they're obviously in Dartford. Um, what are you talking um, about, Millis? The first time I went around there... <laughs> First time I went around there, he made some really like offhand comment about Corbyn. What was it? So we were talking about mm. events, and he went, um, "Oh yeah, no, if I'm going to do an event, I want to I want to turn up and I want to do it properly. No, I'm not going to promise the earth like Corbyn." <laughs> you can't say. <laughs> Imagine if I said like just went around saying shit yeah. like that. Yeah. But apparently Corbyn's fine to do it. Um, but other than that, he's um, he's really good fun. Really nice to speak to. Yeah. He's just a nice old boy, I yeah. think. That's good. That's a nice drop, that. 
my dad, that. my dad would like that. Had that definitely, on a nice old boy, definitely. What's that, mate? You're a big fan of a nice old boy, aren't you? I am not a big fan of a nice old I've boy. I've had um, a cask of this knocking around my ass for a little while. It's been quite good fun. Yeah, that's good. That that's a solid. It's a bitter, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It is. See, for yeah. me, that's probably the closest it'll get to a five on a bitter. Yeah. That's uh, a four point five for me. Yes, that would get a. I can't go. It'll get a four. It'll get a four for I'll, me. I'll mirror that, please, Charles. Perfect. That's a nice solid bitter that is. That's the sort of bitter you can give to people who haven't tried bitters before. Yeah. To get them into it because it's, it's a bit it's, sweeter than um, yeah, exactly. most, I think. The bitters can like the first bitter, Graham's. You know, I'd, I would drink that, but it is. That's more. Yeah. Heavy. It's harder to get into. Yeah. Definitely. Agreed. Definitely. Agreed. Right. Oh. I need a break in a minute. Yeah. Oh, I've got to have a. Should we pause it? Funny little week. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, we're doing, we're doing well. Unanimous uh, decision. To go? Uh, we've got one, two, three, four, five. Right, perfect Brilliant. time to take a break. Yeah, okay, all right, we'll catch you slags in a bit. Part two. Well, I guess it is the perfect time to take a break because the amount they've drunk, they probably need to go and have a little toilet. Um, most of the time, the toilet they use is um, round by Stu's Kids, uh, Hot Tub and Trampoline. Um so if you do bump into Stu's girls, who are lovely by the way, don't let them know that uh, all the floor around there is all sodden with urine. Um, urine of previous guests. Not me and Brad, we've got class. Uh, we, don't, we don't urinate on children's playthings. Um, if you're wondering, Love Beer UK uh, are on social media. Uh, Twitter, at Love Beer UK. Facebook, at Love Beer UK. Instagram, at Childs. No, it's not really. It's at Love Beer UK. Right, stay tuned for part two. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 